Good evening. From the basement of their haunted mansion, here with a lighter look into the darker side of the world, the Spooky Family! Elliot, Dirty, and Beagle. Take it away! <laughs> Don't be sad. Cause two out of three ain't bad. Yep. Who sang that? It's the loaf of meat. It is the loaf of meat. Well, it's just me and Gertie tonight. <clears throat> yeah. The way it's been for most of our lives. <laughs> is it our own doing? I'm just not Do we it. push people away? I think so. <clears throat> Get your okay, because I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a weird show. Cause we've already, like the other ones aren't weird. Yeah, <laughs> we've already started out declaring our undying love for each other. You just you just kind of quoted two out of three ain't bad to me. and then these, So this is an extra special glimpse into our marriage. Uh. <laughs> Paradise by the dashboard light. I would do anything for love, but, but I, won't I won't do, do that. that. No. Meatloaf was good. He's <laughs> underrated. Meatloaf's awesome. So I'm saying <clears throat> Jim Steinem, Steinman. Steinman. Oh, man. What was his... What was the guy that wrote the music with him? Paul Schaefer. Jim... No. <laughs> no. Oh, I can't think of it. I know it's Stein. Oh, 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 oh. I can't think Paul of it. Paul McCartney. No, sir. But we have been watching... Uh, Get Back, and it's amazing. Get Back. <laughs> it's literally giving me so much more respect for uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. And Yoko Ono. And Yoko Ono. I know. I never thought... Because she's really happened. not bothering anybody. No. She's just she's just happy to be there. She's just there crocheting and reading some magazines. John. 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 <laughs> it's I, I love her. I can't help her. I mean, she is attached to his hip, but who has decided that? Was it Yoko yeah. or was it John? No, who knows? <clears throat> I think Paul McCartney <laughs> is like. I think he's one musical of the, genius. No, I think he's one of the wood folk who's come alive and like came out to join. <laughs> I think he looks like your brother. He does. He he really does. There is a picture of my brother <clears throat> and uh, him and Paul McCartney could be twins. It's weird. Your brother's larger. He's larger than him. Yeah, he is by a lot. But and he can't sing so. No, I've heard no, it. It's not it's good. Horrible. It's horrible. But I think I think his wife. My brother sings like I think, Morgan Wallen. I think our looks. sister. Oh no. Mm. <laughs> it's horrible. I, I think our sister-in-law planned that though. Maybe. See, I hear she's a Beatles fan. She's a large. She's a large time Beatles fan. She's not large. Let's, let's I said get she's out of the just way. a big time Beatles fan. She is. She likes the Beatles. Yeah, I do too. I, understand. I like the Beatles when Pete Best was in the Beatles. That was the best Beatles. <laughs> Okay. I remember those days. <clears throat> yeah, you were like negative 16 years old or something. <laughs> Lord, I hope more than 16. Um, favorite Beatles songs, go. Oh, my top, God. Top five. <clears throat> top five? Top five, go. This is the hard spot you put me in. I know. Okay. This, this is a weird podcast, so. Number one? Number one. Don't Let Me Down. Okay. I was going to say it has to be because that's all you've said the entire I time we've been watching song. this is 
Oh yeah, that's my song. Keep playing that. That's my jam. Well, if you watch Get Back, it's constantly just everybody else trying to do something else, and then a, a, a heroin strung out John Lennon keeps going, "Don't let me down." <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> I think he's really talking to Yoko. <laughs> they just made a song out of it. I don't know. <laughs> that's just how they express themselves with the words. It is. It is. Uh, that one. Um, I'm weird though, so it's just like, oh, uh, man. Um, revolution. Okay. Um, this is gripping. Radio. Something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's hard for me to figure it out. Uh, you got to hide your love away. I okay. like that one. Okay. Um, I'm basic. I know you are. Oh, that's nice. fine. And um, I want to hold your hand. Nice. How many is that? Nice. That's is that five. four or five. Okay. That's five. Okay. Mine's easy. Let okay. it be. Okay. Hey Jude. Okay. Uh, Eleanor Rigby. Okay. That one might be a little. That, that one might not be basic. I don't know. I like that one. A that lot is very. Though. I think it's basic. Yesterday. Yeah. And probably if I got to go back, like you went back one, I'd probably like a love, love me do 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 do. do. <laughs> okay. So good. It's really good. <laughs> All right. Hey. Top five Rolling Stone songs. No. <laughs> Sympathy for the devil. Um. <laughs> Start me up. Yeah. Sympathy for the devil again. <laughs> no, brown, <laughs> brown sugar. Uh, oh, that's a controversial and it's choice. It's a very in this controversial day song. They won't play it in concert anymore. I don't want that. That's mm-hmm. bad. Um, and uh, give me shelter. Mm-hmm. But I really like give me shelter because of the backup singers, not because of Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And it is the backup singer. Yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, or really, she's like kind of like the lead most. Oh, of what is the, uh, what is the one Stone song that I like so good? <laughs> not paint, not paint it black. It's not paint it black. Uh, I do like paint it black, but it's not my top five. Uh, Tumbling dice. No, Wild Horses. Wild, Wild horses. horses. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. You oh, you just gonna give me your five? Or? Oh, I'm sorry. Um. Hmm. Incorrect. You can't always get what you want. Why? But sometimes you get what you need. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, wild horses. Uh-huh. That's a good song. Yeah, we apparently agree on that one. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Pepper's lonely soda brand. No, no. I think that's. I think that's. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's go not ahead. How it goes? Um. Oh my God. <clears throat> Why did I say that? Then I made myself confused. I don't know. And now you're riveted because you oh, keep yawning. Norman, I can't help it. I'm very tired. We're recording this <laughs> late at night. I'm going to have to record uh, this, edit this, and get it out. Honky Tonk Women. Honky Tonk Women is good. I like the Honky Tonk Man. He was a wrestler in the WWE. <laughs> Not in, in the 1980s. <laughs> I'm just a Honky Tonk Man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we've just lost the rest of our listeners if we had any left. They're all gone. They went to pick up some Beatles albums. <laughs> the, the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles. Oh my god! Uh, I like Angie for Angie. for obvious reasons. Angie, thank you for that spot on impression. Angie, <laughs> Mick Jagger. Angie, I've got heart problems. Yep, yep. And who's the other one? Who's the other one? Oh, what's um, the other one? <laughs> There's so many good ones, though. Stairway to Heaven. 
That's it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not by the stones. That's not by That's the by stones. The uh, probably Tumbling Dice. <laughs> Tumbling Dice is good. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. But this is not a music podcast, even though we've just spent uh, <laughs> wow. eight minutes talking about music and uh, even bands that weren't. If it's just if it's just you and me, we gotta we gotta figure this <laughs> we out. We gotta figure this out. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to Oasis. No. Um, <laughs> Cast no shadow. Cast no shadow. Um, <laughs> don't look back in anger. Um, Champagne Supernova, Wonderwall. It, it, we can go on all day. <laughs> but um, so, how's your week been? It's been very stressful. It has been. Because I had to go and do a thing in a different state. And it was two days of that. Very stressful time for me. But it's over now. I enjoyed it, though. That was all very vague. We got to do some cool stuff that we usually don't do. And see some places we've never been before. That was cool. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, Beagle's not with us. We've already said (laughs) that. Um, we don't the, know why the gout. I know the gout. The gout attack has killed him again. I guess I don't know. I think he's got fleas. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. He is the mange. He's let us down. <laughs> but uh, I'm sitting here. And John and, Lennon said, "Yeah, don't let me don't down. let me down." <laughs> um, so we are in the spooky family guest house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Beagle and, took the keys with him home. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting here looking at our wall of stuff mm-hmm. and. I see it's full of Ghostbusters stuff, and there's, there's some Star Wars stuff. There's Grogu mm-hmm. and the Mandalorians mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right. I see Elvira. My favorite. And that brings me back to something. Like you said that Elvira has done a, a charity auction. I don't know if it's charity, though. It has to be a Maybe charity Maybe just for personal I gain. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. But Sadly, I do not have her number to ask her. We, we discussed this on the way home uh, <clears throat> from our journey. And Into another state. Yes, to another state. Again. And one of the things that Elvira was selling was a letter mm-hmm. written to her. Well, it wasn't, it's not really a letter. It's, it's Elvis's handwriting on an envelope that was addressed to Elvis's father. About... Numerology stuff that he was talking to Elvira about. That is which Cassandra the Peterson, the woman who is Elvira. What? Yeah, she's not Elvira twenty four seven. No, no, that would be not. No, she morphs into a nice redhead lady. Uh, Elvira's nice. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. She's what ninety six. Don't ever do it. <laughs> Actually, she turned seventy this year. Yeah, yeah. Her and Dolly Parton need to be like. I love. There's a Facebook okay. post. <laughs> Is no. there some similarities in your mind? There, well, there's at least two or four. Um, there is a uh, Facebook post where it says they need a movie starring Dolly Parton and Elvira as estranged sisters who fight crime. I think or <laughs> it was, I was obsessed with both of them when I was little. I'm obsessed with both of them right now. <laughs> So I want I, I rented Elvira Mistress of the Dark and watched it so many times and then while listening to Jolene yeah and then no I was so excited about um, Smoky Mountain Christmas it's a hard candy Christmas. no that's from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas I know but I love that song I know it is it is one of the best Christmas songs by the way listeners if you can find a copy a DVD or a <laughs> so Blu-ray copy it. of Smoky Mountain uh, Christmas. Please let us know. We've been looking for that for a long time. It's Dolly Parton and TV's Lee Majors. <laughs> <laughs> the six million dollar man. I loved man. that movie when I was little. I absolutely loved it. You know, he fought Bigfoot in an episode of the Six Million Dollar Man. That's awesome. And you know who played Bigfoot? No. Andre the Giant. Oh, I was going to say it maybe Lou Ferrigno, but I didn't know. No, nah, he was the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but I didn't know if he did other stuff too. No. Nah. 
Okay. You didn't do anything else. Nope. Okay. Cool. cool. Okay, this is the most rambling <laughs> opening it's we've fine. ever had. Let's just keep going. Have to. Word association. Because there's no beagle, and the comedy is going to be lax on this one, I think. Oh, yeah. Because okay. we're not funny. No, he is. He is. Because Usually he's just making fun of us. See, he has no filter. Yeah. And we have filters because we're parents, and, you know, like we have to watch ourselves around our kids. Sure. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. I want them to listen to this later in their lives and their adults and be yes. like, you know what, mom and dad tried. <laughs> they tried <know>? really hard. <laughs> Do you remember that time during the pandemic? They're not as funny as Uncle Beagle. No. But they tried. Yeah. And they'll be like, Uncle Beagle, you know, the guy who went missing so many years ago in the woods. <laughs> that guy. Um, <laughs> where did he go? Who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm sitting here. So in she, the, are you talking about the auction, though? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't what, know what. I think it was for personal profit. I don't it know. It couldn't be. Why well, not? Why would you? Let her do it. Does no. whatever she wants with her stuff. No. But there was just some, there was um, a lot of personal items in it. Yeah. I mean, not that I didn't try to figure out how to register for the auction. <laughs> I'm so also glad you didn't things. figure that out, by the way. But I didn't have that kind of money. We're broke, by the way. Send us money. <laughs> Um, we're not, we're we have fine. no sponsors. Uh, everything we do, we do it for free. I don't know why they wouldn't want to sponsor us because this is riveting radio <laughs> exactly. right now. Yes. So yeah, so there's like <coughs> one listener, Firewater, and then uh, thank God for you, Paranormal Trucker, Tanya, and Justin Perkins, probably and listens. Tanya, still? I think Tanya listens. Both Tanyas, yeah. Oryx and Darren Berger. <coughs> I hope mm-hmm. I haven't talked to Tanya Darren Berger in a while. I need to. Yep. I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna call her and wish her a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Mm-hmm. And um, happy Kwanzaa. I don't know what she celebrates, but, you know, I want to make sure I hit all the bases. Okay. Uh, Can't you just say holidays? Speaking of holidays. Okay. What have we got tonight is our topic. It is ghost stories and the holidays. And you know what? I like it. The actual title is Seven Spine Tingling Tales of Christmas Ghosts. Ooh. From Mental Floss. I hope Santa Claus. By Claire uh, Cock hyphen Starkey. Is this woman's name? Excuse me. Did you repeat that? Nope. And this one time's good. No, no. I need it again. (laughs) Her name is Claire Cock Starkey. Spell that. Nope. Please. (laughs) C L A I R E space. Not Claire. C O C K. Often, S T A R K E Y. Starkey's the funniest because that is Ringo Starr's <coughs> real name. Um, yeah. Back to the Beatles. Uh, so yeah, we'll be going back to synchronicity. Uh, synchronicity. <laughs> we'll be going back in just a few minutes, but before we touch we'll be on, going back we'll be and going, just we'll be going back to the topic in just a few minutes. We go back to the future. God, that'd be nice. It's your kids, Elliot. Someone's gonna be talking about your kids. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, Am I Jennifer in this? Radical kid is like in prison, taking it over like Bane <laughs> in the Batman comic books. Bring me the head of the Batman. What? That didn't make any sense. Skeletor. All right. So no, listen. No, that made any I sense. know. I'm just. Uh, I don't know. I'm let down again. I'm looking at a very. <laughs> don't let me. Don't let me down. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go to commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna look at seven spine tingling Christmas ghost stories brought mm-hmm. to you by Mental Floss and a lady with a cool last name. Um, 
You're listening to the Spooky Family Podcast, guys. She might be British. It's a very good possibility. We'll be back in just a little bit. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. 276-299-1681. You can call, text, leave a message. We'll make sure we get back to you. If you want to email me, Elliot at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. We're ready to believe you. And we're back. Thanks for cutting that out before that big bass drop <laughs> scares uh, me to death. I'm sorry about that, guys. Oh, it's fine. So, Seven Spine Tingling Ghost Stories, brought to you by Claire Starkey. Cock mm-hmm. Starkey. It's Cock Starkey. Cock Starkey. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's British. It's possible. Pretty, pretty sure. She might be Welsh. <laughs> they don't claim to be British. Oh. No, they don't. They, I don't know what they, they don't. do. Well, you know, Welsh people are very proud to be Welsh. Do you think? The queen is a lizard person. I mean, I didn't think you'd ask me something like this all of a sudden, but... It's just something that was on my head. No. I don't think she was a lizard person. Do you think Philip was a zombie? For the last couple of years of his yeah. life, yes. Yeah, I'm I thinking so. I, I saw pictures in there. It's pretty scary. <laughs> Dude was on his last, last legs. Well, he was in his 90s, man. I know, but still, <clears throat> scary. To all our British listeners... <laughs> long, long live the queen Oh okay I mean it depends on their political leanings They might not well, really care Long live the king I mean just as a person and You don't want anything long bad to happen the to prime somebody minister. But I don't know if they <laughs> subscribe to that I'm, notion That she what is does that their say? supreme ruler Isn't she also the queen of Canada Yeah Same. And Australia Yeah, And like other a places A bunch of countries in Africa And the Caribbean Hello which Barbados? Uh, you know where she's not the queen. Bar- Barbados, when it like uh, a couple months ago, they voted to not be under the British monarchy anymore. Well, there you go. Yeah. You know where she's not the queen though. What? In Kentucky, that's Lorraine Lynn. Yep, that's bum, true. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. I'm just I don't know if you were like doing like, is it Dragnet? Like. <laughs> <laughs> It was just the facts, ma'am. No, what is the name of that song? Uh, the, you know, I know. I thought maybe they used this part of the time and dragged it. I know what you're doing. <laughs> you can't do that much of a song. Oh, I, we split it up though. Well, well, just like we this on our break when I was like, don't "Am I let? No, don't, don't do it." That's like, can I? Can I say that and then get in trouble? Nobody listens. That's it's just the, the name of the title. We don't have Beatles money. <laughs> the Beatles don't have Beatles money. We don't even have Exile money. You can't even see. <laughs> to to I mean, we'd have to have Michael Jackson money to get the Beatles songs. Yeah, because you know. I'm gonna buy your songs. Do we have nitty gritty dirt band money? Like we can't them. go fishing in the dark. You and me go. Don't 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 
Don't. Down to the holler. <laughs> I made that last part up. All right, what we got? Read to us. <clears throat> this is from mentalfloss.com. Seven spine-tingling tales of Christmas ghosts. Ooh. <laughs> Traditionally, uh, Christmas in England uh, was a time for scaring the bejesus out of little children by telling ghost stories around the fire. Charles Dickens led the way with his famous ghost story, A Christmas Carol. But what of the real ghosts said to haunt the land at Christmas time? Below are seven spine tingling and seasonal stories of Christmas ghosts. Christmas, Christmas, can I get the witness? No. No? No, no Krispy Kreme either. He's froggy fresh. Okay. Number he one. Had to, he had to quit <coughs> being Krispy Kreme because. Yeah, because copyright. They're very, what did you they're, very li- they're very litigious, that yeah. donut company. Yeah. Uh, number one, <laughs> the haunted Christmas feast at Alcatraz. At Alcatraz? Mm-hmm. Okay. That means pelican. <laughs> Shout out to the last podcast. If they're never going to listen. Like, what's wrong with listen. you? Sorry, we love you Good guys. Good Lord. The island Read of Alcatraz. Comic soul plumber. Go ahead. Off the coast of San Francisco has a long and spooky history. In its earlier days, Native Americans allegedly used to banish miscreants to the island as punishment, where they were reportedly plagued by the local spirits. <laughs> Alcatraz, of course, became a, a notorious federal prison in 1934, housing criminals such as Al Capone before it was shut down in 1963. Alcatraz, Al Capone. Let's see what they did there. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Today, visitors. This is, this is what <coughs> our listeners get this hard hitting yeah, analysis. Visitors don't get to let me finish my thoughts. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. My bad. Today, visitors to the island report hearing screams, the clanging of metal doors, and the sound of voices within the walls. One of the more famous tales associated with the island supposedly occurred in the 1940s when Warden James Johnston held a Christmas Day party at his residence for the staff at the prison. The good cheer is said to have been brought to a swift halt when an apparition sporting mutton-chop whiskers and a gray suit appeared. The temperature in the room plummeted and the fire blew out. Before returning to normal when the spirit disappeared about a minute later, the rattled guards were too scared to stay in the residence, and the rest of the Christmas celebration ended abruptly. So, hold on a second. They're all sitting around, I suppose, <coughs> like a comically large table. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bunch of guards. Bunch of guards. Bunch the of hardened, warden. hardened yeah. prison guards. Yeah. And the warden is there. They've cut the turkey. Everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Or ham. I don't know. It's Christmas dinner. Maybe it's a goose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, not, not... Probably a pelican. Yeah. <laughs> possibly a pelican. <laughs> and all of a sudden, in just like... It doesn't say where in the room, but I'm just going to picture like right in the middle of the table. I think over top by of the, the hearth. A, a guy with mutton chops appears. The degrees drop. Everybody gets freaked out and runs. The degrees drop. You know what I'm saying. The <laughs> temp does. But now... Does that, like, I have never heard that story before, and that is a cool story. Like, if that really happened, okay, that is an awesome story. Yeah. Because, I mean, how many times have you ever been to a Christmas party? <laughs> and, like, it's just it's just the worst thing ever. Everybody's like, oh, let's listen to Jingle Bells again, little Johnny. And, like, they're all listening to Jingle Bells, and you're just like, man, I wish something cool would happen. And then a ghost with mutton chops pops up in the middle of the table. And he's like, hey, what's going on? Like, how awesome would that be? Yeah. We're laughing up a party. Apparently, I'm the only one who thinks that's awesome. But I think I mean, that's I, really I think cool. I think it would, would laugh up a party for I sure. I do, too. What was that? Did you hear that growl? Yeah. I, I don't know what that was. I don't either. 
That was very scary. Well, maybe that's the mutton chop ghost that you're trying to conjure. <laughs> Dude, I wish there was a mutton chop ghost that would just show up right now. Go ahead. Oh, he says that. Okay. Yeah, I would run. I'm not going to lie. It would be scary, but it would be an awesome story to tell. Number two, the ghostly queen returning home at Hever Castle. What castle? Spell that. Hever. It's H-E-V-E-R. H-E-V. I've never heard of that. Okay. Uh, Anne Boleyn. I've heard of her. Is notorious as the second of King Henry VIII's ill-fated wives. Yeah, they all got sick. <laughs> to, they all got sick. Cough, cough their heads off. I heard that. That's terrible. Uh, to to marry Anne, uh, Henry spent years seeking a divorce from his first wife, uh, Catherine of Aragon, and went on to sever England's relationship with the Catholic Church in Rome. <clears throat> Forever he changing the course of British history. That's it. He just wanted a kid. Okay. A boy kid. A boy kid. Despite the lengths he went to ensnare her, uh, Henry soon grew tired of Anne. <coughs> Sorry. As one does. Yeah, I know. Not and choosing to believe the idle gossip surrounding her had her beheaded in 1536. A number of reports exist of the ghost of Anne Boleyn, but perhaps the most affecting is the version said to haunt her childhood home, Hever Castle in Kent. Okay. Some say that every Christmas Eve, the spectral figure of Anne Boleyn can be seen slowly gliding across the bridge over the River Eden toward her family home where she was at her happiest. That's really sad. That's beautiful. It is. Gosh. It's sad. It is. <laughs> Poor Anne. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the hard-hitting uh, <clears throat> analysis that I you know, want to hear. I hate to be that hard on Henry VIII, but man. But he's he's not cool. Cool with the aggression, man. Okay. Number your, three. Your uh, church is Anglican, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the Headless Horseman at Roos Hall. I'm always down for a Headless Horseman story. Let's go. I know. Uh, Roos Hall in, in Suffolk. It's hard for me to say. Suffolk. Suffolk. Uh, lays claim to being one of the most haunted houses in England. The 16th century hall has a number of sinister connections, including a gruesome hanging tree, an oak tree planted at the side of the old gibbet, where numerous criminals were You've hung. You've made up half the words you just said. I don't know what a gibbet is, but either. somebody needs to tell me. To make things even spookier, inside one of the building's cupboards, the mark of a devil's cloven hoof is said to be imprinted. Ooh. But perhaps the most dramatic haunting is supposed to happen every Christmas Eve. Legend has it that a headless horseman clatters down the driveway with his four black horses pulling a phantom coach, terrifying anyone who witnesses him. So not only is he a headless horseman, he's also got phantom horses and a black coach. That's cool. That is cool. That's heavy metal. <laughs> that's like It's heavy metal. That's like I want to make a guitar noise, but I think we'd be ripping off last podcast if I did. Mm-hmm. But no, seriously, that is like that's awesome. Yeah. Again, what if the ghost with mutton chops shows mm-hmm. up to your party? <laughs> Inside the carriage driven by the headless horseman. Mm-hmm. And his date is Anne Boleyn. That's cool. It's cool. I bet he treated her right. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, the headless horseman and Anne Boleyn have a lot in common. <laughs> Number four oh. the haunted dining room at the Crescent Hotel. Another dining room. <clears throat> See? See? Yeah. It's all theme. The Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Ooh, is it Bill Clinton? Yeah, he was there a lot. Was built in 1886, and it's rumored to harbor numerous ghosts. Bill Clinton, who seem to be especially playful during the holidays. <laughs> Bill Clinton's playful all the time. <laughs> one Christmas, the staff came down to set up the dining room, only to find that the Christmas tree had been moved from one side of the room to the other. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 
Would you please stop? (laughs) (laughs) Another year, all the menus in the dining room had been scattered around the room. (laughs) Vintage Clinton. Other visitors have reported seeing groups of ghostly dancers clad in Victorian-era clothing whirling around the deserted dance floor. That's too much clothes for a Clinton party. A lot of blue dresses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Number five, the ghostly gathering of of kings at Wawil Castle. At Wawil? I think it's W. Did you say Wawil? Wawil. W-A-W-E-L. Wawil. Wawel? You know, if Wavel. we have any, Wavel, Cashel. if we have any international they're just they're so bad. Waffle Castle. It's I don't pronounced know. George. Oh, this is in Poland, anyways. I'm oh. sorry, I'm <laughs> bad. Poland's Wobble Castle, Royal Castle, they was built on bicycles in World War Two. Wobble Hill in the 1500s. True. <clears throat> There's a lot of things happening in the 1500s on here. Well, I mean, have you noticed this? I mean, there was not a lot going around. <laughs> like, can't really go watch a movie, so. Like, yeah, there was, it was quite a few years after that you couldn't watch one either. But I okay. mean, I'm just saying. Uh, within the hills lies a deep cave. But they really won in the 1500s. Jeez. Shush. Sorry. Within the hills lies a deep cave known as Smolkskajama, or Dragon's Den. Legend has you it that Dragon's it, Den, right? Yes, Den. Ooh, okay. Legend has it that a great dragon once lived there, terrorizing the locals before Prince Crack. Before the Prince? (laughs) It's K-R-A-K. I'm sorry. Bravely vanquished the dragon and brought peace to Poland. And I am fucking... You gotta stop because we're gonna get in so much trouble. So the ghost Uh, of Prince shows up. And he goes, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, seven. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Here's your pancakes. Oh, yeah. No, it's him. Oh, my God. And he brought peace to Poland. Okay. Yeah. To memorialize this event. Peas to Poland? Like like peas in a pod? Just quit. I was just wondering. To memorialize this event, (laughs) a statue of the dead dragon now stands in the cave. Oh, God. Wait, there's a dead dragon statue? I would love to take people there and be like, go inside. There's something in there for you. Wait, tell me the tell me the cave Look name. Look it again. up. That's uh, what I, I want to see. This cave uh, name. Smokeshka Yama. Spell it. S M O C Z A. Okay. And then Yama is J A M A. Okay. I think that's how you'd say it. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> no, who does? <coughs> Sorry. Spanish people. That's who. But that's what it's. It's called oh, the man. Dragon's Den. I don't know. That's a picture of it. Look at that. What am I looking at? That's the cave. The inside know, of the cave. I know, but where's the dragon statue? Oh, I don't know. That's the inside of the cave. I mean, that looks awesome. I feel like, like I'm a, in a live action like uh, Dungeons and Dragons like, movie. It's like a so He-Man looking at it. base from okay. like when I was little. It does. It looks very green and blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go deeper into the cave and you come to deeper. get another chamber. And it is here that on December 24th, every year, all the long-gone kings of Poland are said to meet and hold a spectral Holy special crap. council. That is awesome. That's the coolest thing, That's I've, the coolest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> You're going to say that on your phone now, aren't you? That is awesome. That really is. You there, like, there's hey, the, babe, you think we can go to Poland? Actually, the dragon statue Holy. breathes fire. That's awesome. That is really cool. Y'all need to look that up. Yes. <laughs> um, Number six. <clears throat> no, wait. Let's talk more about this uh, oh, spectral sorry. council inside this cave that I want to. Can we please go there? 
It sounds like it sounds like Return of the King when. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when like, the only time when I've Aragorn ever goes and he's like, loud, "I need some help." Yeah, that from is the, the ghost people. Okay, so nerd <laughs> moment. The only time I've ever cheered out loud oh, reading sure. a book. Oh, reading a book. No, reading oh, okay. a book. I thought you were talking about the movie. No, 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 no. Okay. The only time I've ever cheered out loud reading reading a book was when I was reading Return of the King. I got it as a Christmas gift one year. I got the entire That's trilogy. That's a cool Christmas gift. Yes, and I sat down and I read all three books uh, between. December 26th and January because we had to go back to school on like January the 2nd. What how, what age were you? Uh, like, I was were in, you college. in college. I okay. was in college. Uh, but I was I was subbing so I was a substitute teacher so I had to go back to work um, Before you went back at to the school. time. Yeah. And uh, so I sat down to read all of those <laughs> books and I did. I got done but I was like besides the whole uh, Tom Badilio part that drug me down uh when i got to return of the king i was like man this book is just this is the most exciting thing in the world i was just kept reading it and then the spectral army shows up let's go oh my god yeah and like everybody in the house that i was in at the time went are you okay and i was like no i'll never be okay because <laughs> this book has rocked my world <laughs> it was great i'm never gonna be okay again no and then i watched the movies and i was like what did you think when gandalf showed back up again i didn't care oh <gasps> I wasn't a big Gandalf fan. Gandalf the what? Gandalf to me is like Dumbledore is to Harry Potter. Like it's just an old man who could have done stuff himself, but always put down on somebody else. Yeah, you know, like. If you're, <laughs> I mean, hot take. I think I think Dumbledore put Harry in a lot of situations that he shouldn't have put him in. I, no, that's not a hot take. That's the absolute truth. That I mean, like yeah. I know he's cool and just you know like I don't know how to explain him. People, you know. Have their opinions on him, but I uh, just—he's—he's he's a straight I, up lazy I think him, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I just—I just think of him as being kind of reckless with like, other people's children. Yeah, and like Gandalf, he was like, "Man, <clears throat> I really don't want to go and like <laughs> drop this ring off because it might corrupt me and all this stuff." So uh, I'm gonna give it to these hobbits. Well, Gandalf. Oh, and Gandalf's a man, you know, right? He's just. I mean, I know he's a wizard, he's a wizard, but I mean, but he is a man. I don't think because isn't that not the problem? Like you know that a man can't hold it. No, no, or something, isn't no. it, or something. It, it, it corrupts no. men. Well, it corrupts. Every, I mean, it corrupts. Oh, it corrupts everybody. I know, but I'm saying that you have a better chance, kind of thing, you right? Know who it didn't corrupt. Who? Samwise Gamzee, because that is <laughs> that dude. I don't care what anybody says. I can't says. carry it for you, Mister Frodo, but I can carry you. <laughs> I can carry you. <laughs> Samwise Gamzee is the hero. Yeah, of Lord of the Rings. Is. Like Bilbo, Frodo, Jimmy Joe, whatever. <laughs> All the cousins. None, none of them matter. <laughs> because Samwise Gamgee is the man. He is the man, you're right. Like, he was a goonie, and then he was, <laughs> he was the man. So He's also that bear that, uh, um... <laughs> no, hold um, on. He's special Agent Oso, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The, the ginger ninja used to love when he was little? Yes. I remember that now. Yeah, he was wow. special. He's special agent also. That dude's awesome. Like, for, for the parents in the crowd. And his his like adopted dad was a member of the Adams family, right? His father. No, it's not his real father. Yeah. No, it's not. They have the same last name. Yes, because he adopted him. Patty Duke is his mother. Yes, but that's not his biological father. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. Almost. Please write in and tell us. I'm ninety-nine point <laughs> nine positive. As you get your phone out, as you heard that clatter across the table. Oh, my there. bad. But no, I'm, I'm sorry. Guys. That's his dad, right? It is his dad. <coughs> it's just his well, I'm not just saying. I'm not saying too that there's a difference either. I'm not there's meaning not. that, but 
That's not my intention. No. Uh, do you have any more spine tingling ghost stories? Oh my god, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I sorry just take I, time I, up, no, 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 no. I just remembered that we were supposed to be <laughs> spine tingling ghost stories. <laughs> Number six, the mistletoe bride at Bramshill House. Uh, okay. Then I'll be honest with you. The only thing that has really tingled my spine <laughs> has been the uh, king's meeting inside a cave that a dragon used to live oh, in. Oh, I know. I saw your little eyes twinkle. Like I really want. That to. sounds like something from Game of Thrones. Yes. It, well, it makes me no. Mean, it sounds yeah, good. Yeah, it does. Oh. I'm sorry. Game of Thrones killed me on that divorce. last season. No, you can divorce me all you want to. Uh, well, I'm talking George about R. the R. books. I'm not talking oh, about okay. the I'll give you television that. show. Man. Yeah, that's all right. Be, I mean, like, that just sounds like something from that, but okay. Uh, in the early 17th century, a young woman named Anne was to be married on Christmas Day at Bramshill House in Hampshire, uh, England. After the ceremony and feast, as was tradition at the time, the guests were all set to carry the bride to the bedchamber. <laughs> Anne suggested a game be played <laughs> and, and asked for a five-minute head start before the guests came to find her. in the world? Everyone this? searched long and hard for Anne. <laughs> But no sign of her could be found. At first, they thought she had played a merry trick. But soon, a sense of unease fell over the guests. The bridegroom, Lord Lovell, uh, was distraught. And guests began to whisper that she must have fled. (laughs) Days, weeks, months, and years passed. And Lord Lovell never stopped looking for his bride. One day, some 50... (laughs) One day... The runaway bride, Julie wrote. This is where it all come from. Okay. One day, some 50 years after her disappearance, Lord Lovell was up in the huge attic of the sprawling mansion where he began tapping on the oak paneling. As he knocked, a long, hidden secret door sprung open, and inside he found an ornate wooden chest. He pried open the heavy wooden lid, and there, still in her wedding dress and clutching her mistletoe bouquet, were the skeletal remains of his beloved. The scratch marks on the inside of the lid of the oh chest attested to her desperate but uh. futile effort to free herself from her hiding space. While the story appears uh. in many variations, Bramshill House is thought to be the most likely site where this actually happened. That is the most... That is sad. First of all... First of all, foul play? Yes. I'm thinking so. Did... Did he have another like possible or was there like marriage like, prospect was there a lady? that was like yeah let's yeah. oh he'll never find you and he'll be a funny game let's put you in here <laughs> oh uh, everyone we're going to play a game um, before you carry me to my bridal suite uh, I'm going to hide behind this elaborate trap door inside of an ornate box that I cannot make myself out no that doesn't happen somebody mm-hmm. put that girl there oh yeah for sure yeah yeah somebody somebody straight up one eight seven her <laughs> yes. I don't know. I was alright. I mean, ser- true. seriously, that sounds like if if there's any Outlander fans out there, it sounds like Larry. I don't watch that show. Uh, it just sounds like her to me. Okay. You know, the 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 remember when you watched part of the first season? Yeah. The blonde girl yeah. that was all after Jamie, in it, yeah. and Claire was like, "I mean, I'm just living my life. I don't know. I'll oh, yeah, make you Claire, mad." The one who left her husband that she had married to go back in time and be a trollop. She did not leave him. She was picking flowers. Oh, my bad. And heard a buzzing coming from the stones, and she touched them. And she went through, and she didn't know if she'd ever come back. And she was doing her best. And guess what? She fell in love with him. Okay. Okay. All right. Did, was she legally married to the other guy? Yeah, but okay. so she was legally married to him, too. Which one Because first? he was dead. What? Frank. What? He was not alive in the time where she was at. But he was alive. No, he wasn't. Yeah, she comes back to him later. Yeah, but that's called parallel worlds. 
Oh my gosh. She just that's called wanting my cake and eating it too. Well I <laughs> That's what that's called. You take me to that bakery any day. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is why we can't this is why we can't. You take you take me to that. Oh, we can't be friends. <laughs> you know. Okay, so what's the next one? Uh the apparition of a murdered highwayman in Kent. Bob Dole. That reminds me. <laughs> wow, topical. My grandmother used to tell of a spectral engine no, that would rocket past the farmhouse. No, this is not even what you should say. You should. I said, I said Kent, and you should be like, you know, where was London? Okay. Remember he talks about a gent who ran amok in Kent? Yeah. You don't remember man, anything. Whatever. I know. God. One Christmas Eve near, Clark. The, near the close of the 18th century. Clark Kent. The, the, okay. The cl- <laughs> He's Superman. Near now. the close of the 18th century, a notorious highwayman named Gilbert <laughs> is said to have stopped a coach and horses on the Hawkehurst Road in Margin, Kent. Give me all your money. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> you know, that's the best voice you've ever done. Thank you. You've never, you never, could never do any other voices. Nope, and I'll never be able to do that one again, so nope. let's just get on with it. Oh, my God. The coach contained a young lady and her father, and Gilbert ordered them out onto the road. Just as the girl Craig stepped T. out, Nelson. the horses bolted, taking the coach and her father with them. The young lady was left alone on the dark road with the highwayman, and as she looked into his face, she recognized him as the very Waylon same Jennings. highwayman who had murdered her brother some years earlier. Willie Nelson. Would you... Shut up. The highwayman. I know what you're doing. Okay. Sorry. Horrified. <laughs> she drew a hidden knife from her bag and stabbed Gilbert in the side. Take that, Gilbert. <laughs> no, I thought you would do that. I cut you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I cut you, man. That's, that's a joke that's from, from Elvira. Elvira. That's, that is Elliot's favorite part of the movie. It's my favorite part of any movie. <laughs> when she pulls her little, little dagger out and goes, I cut you, man. Yeah. And then she stabs Kaniki in the side. <laughs> but... Hmm. <laughs> when oh my God. I don't want to be good. I want to be evil. She drew a hidden knife from her bag and stabbed Gilbert in the side, fleeing into the bushes. When the horses were calmed and the coach returned a little while later, the men discovered the bloodied body of, of the highwayman and buried him at the side of the road. Well, that's awful nice of them. <laughs> when villagers found the woman in the forest the next day, she had gone completely mad. They avoided that spot in the road for many years, and it's said that every Christmas Eve, the bloody scene is silently replayed to all that passed through. <laughs> so you're just going to, like, you're driving in the car, and all I of mean, a sudden you see some lady stabbing <laughs> a dude, and you're like, it happens every year at this time. You just keep going. <laughs> just don't look. If you want to stage a murder, just drive to this road and you can't. And just, and oh, my just God, look. Charlie, they're stabbing that guy. It happens every year, love. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look I don't know that's pretty good I, again no spine tingling stories I don't think I mean, except for the all the kings the awesome king the dragon. Story. yes I want to know more about that I'm going to go like do a deep dive on that okay you should alright so because <laughs> that's awesome okay you looked around I, I was well. looking to see if anybody else was going to join in with me but the guy with the mutton chops over there in the corner is like, hey, where'd that guy come from? Oh, I, th- I see you right out front. It's a bunch of black horses with a headless dude on it. <laughs> Tell Anna. Wow, Wild horses. <laughs> <laughs> Keep dragging me away. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back in a little bit here on Spooky Family Podcast to wrap this craziness <laughs> of a show help up. You. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>
Hey guys, the holiday season is upon us, and uh, one of the best ways to celebrate is with is pastries. Pastries, that is correct. And Food, baked goods, baked goods, and we know <laughs> a great time with friends. Boo! We know a great place that <laughs> Who you has can friends? Go. Who has friends? We know a great place that you can go that has the best uh, pastries, the best cake, uh, chocolate covered cookies, Oreos. Uh, Pretzel sticks, uh, hot cocoa bombs. The cake uh, pops will change your yeah. life. Cake pop, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. But that is Sweet Dough Bakery. You can find them on Sweet Dough Bakery on Facebook. Our buddy Ashton Johnson does an incredible job. Mm-hmm. She makes it uh, how you want it. And trust me when I say it was a life-changing or experience. how you need it. Maybe how you need it. But you can <laughs> find that stuff on Facebook. Just look up Sweet Dough Bakery. Sweet, S-W-E-E-T, Dough, D-O-E, bakery and she will hook you up ladies and gentlemen Didn't you play that same we intro, outro? No, I didn't. I think well, you did, but then you just let the bass hit that time. No. The tail of the tape later, <laughs> which no, you'll see. No, 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 like no. Don't you sound Palpatine. like, no, you don't sound like that. You sound like the boo, boo lady from boo. Princess Bride. Boo. Guys, we're back. <laughs> That's what you sound like Thank to you. me. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You want the peanut? Um, anybody want the peanut? Anybody want the peanut? Uh, <laughs> okay, no, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, Spooky Family Podcast is back. We're Beagleless tonight. Physic. <laughs> Physic. Well, so, Beagle. Um, so he, he sends his love. He's being neutered as we speak. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, but that's the way it is. But yeah, so Seven Spine Tingling Ghost Stories. We just listened to them. Mm-hmm. I, uh, a Christmas season ones. Yeah. yeah. And listen, we're uh, trying to. Scary stay stories. The theme here. Yeah, scary stories were big during the holidays. Uh, yeah. They were always big. That it used to be a tradition. Yeah, it's the longest longest mm-hmm. nights of the of the year and like gathered around with your family around the fireplace and you're trying to like, you know. Strange, just talking about the strange thing. Like, yeah. With, the party that Mary Shelley came up with Frankenstein was that during Christmas? I don't know, but I'm looking it up. I mean, it's possible. Keep talking. <laughs> I've come up with some weird things at Christmas parties. Um, That's a whole but with story. that being said, we we love you guys. We're so glad you're here with us, uh, all three of you that are listening. Next week we return to <laughs> the longer show format. I know some of you all have been missing <laughs> that. We've got a lot of letters that are saying, "Hey, you know the the short shows are good, but." Uh, we want more, uh, I guess, length. <laughs> I just backed myself into a corner with that one. But uh, that's what she said. That's what she said. But next week <laughs> we will be moving back to a longer <laughs> format, and that's because we're going to have two of our buddies here with us, Jack and Jill, mm-hmm. and we are going to discuss. Super excited about it. Yes, and we're going to discuss one of our favorite serial killers. <laughs> that's not a thing. It is. Uh, Don't say favorite. Jack T. Ripper. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, that's Jack's favorite. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Jack and I have a uh, weird uh, connection to this that we may talk about. I don't know. We might not. But uh, you'll hear more about that next week, so please mm-hmm. 
tune in. Hopefully, Beagle will... Uh, He'll be here, but he'll have one of those cones around him. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen there. Maybe he's maybe he'll feel it next week. Um, you are listening to the Spooky Family Podcast. Uh, big shout out to our uh, partners and uh, compatriots, uh, Goose and Dirty Dan over at Here to Chew Bubblegum, uh, Paranormal Trucker over at Paranormal Trucker and his crew. <laughs> Uh, Justin Perkins. You said that so succinctly. Yeah, Justin Perkins with Talk Junkie, uh, and believe it or not, him and Goose do a, a fantastic job there. Nerds in the Mountain. Uh, Chris Sloan at the Mountain Mysteries. Um, Seth Amberge with uh, Seth's Daily Podcast. Um, if you're looking for great art, Christopher Epling is the way to go. EplingIllustrations.com. Uh, Tony Derenberger's got some awesome books you need to read. And, of course, our buddy Ashton Johnson with her Etsy shop, Fox and Brambles, and uh, Sweet Dough Bakery. Christmas is coming up, and you can find all kinds of cool stuff on uh, on those uh, two sites. Uh, we got to get our Christmas cake order in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need to be doing that pretty soon. But, guys, listen, we love you all. Thank you all for listening. And uh, from Elliot... Gertie. And <laughs> my name's Beagle. I think I think I'm a big food in the woods. You, know, you really you really try to step out this time with your voice work. <laughs> Somebody had to. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> from the three of us, we want to wish you all a happy holiday season. We'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the week after that, is it the week after that? I the, don't know what's going on. The last two weeks of the <laughs> year. Today. We'll be doing something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to be here for a full show. We might just do some like uh, weird, like beagle read you a story. This isn't weird. Well, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're trying to gear up for the uh, new year. Uh, new year, new stuff coming down the road. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next week with Jack and Jill. Bye. Bye. The sun is rising. It is time for the children of the night to retire to their tombs. Excuse me, rooms. Until next week, dear listeners.